Hello and welcome to Leveraging AI. This is Isar Metis, your host. And our guest today, Joe Applebaum, is an expert on marketing. He's an expert on how to promote brands and build loyalty and connections and relationships on LinkedIn. And he's an AI enthusiast. And the combination of these three things make him an absolute magician. And in this episode, he is going to share all the different steps and tools that he's using is extremely knowledgeable and passionate about this topic. And he talks fast. So get ready for an amazing ride and get ready to take some notes. At the end of the episode, I will also provide some amazing updates that happen in the AI world. So stay tuned for that as well. And now to the episode with Joe Applebaum. In the next few years, AI technology will change our world dramatically. Whether you are a business executive trying to catapult your business forward or just somebody who refuses to be left behind and want to advance your career, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Isar Metis, a serial entrepreneur and an AI enthusiast. You'll hear invaluable practical tips from innovative business leaders, AI practitioners, and some of the brightest AI minds in our world today on how you can leverage AI in ethical ways to advance your career and grow your business. Hello and welcome to Leveraging AI, the podcast that shares practical, ethical ways to leverage AI to improve efficiencies and drive business growth. This is Isar Metis, your host, and I am super excited today. You know, your industry's biggest conference is happening today, and everyone from your industry are attending, including buyers, decision makers, suppliers, anybody you want is there. And it's not just happening today, it's happening every single day, 365 days a year, and it's called LinkedIn. And if you know how to think and operate LinkedIn as it is a conference, you can drive huge business growth. Now, that being said, you need to be prepared with strategy, polished tactics, and the right manpower, just like you need in an actual conference. Well, Joe Applebaum, who is our guest today, is an expert both on LinkedIn networking and how to leverage it to grow business, as well as an expert on AI tools and how to use them for many different things. But in today's episode, we're going to specifically focus on how to do three things, which is his methodology for growing on LinkedIn, branding, building, and booming, and how to leverage different AI tools to accelerate and improve that process, which in other words, becomes your manpower that we talked about before. So being able to do that, being able to network on LinkedIn effectively and grow a business as using that could be a game changer to any business. And Joe is one of the top people in the world today in combining these two aspects together. So AI and growing on LinkedIn. And hence, I'm really excited and humbled to have him as a guest today. Joe, welcome to Leveraging AI. Thank you so much for having me on the program. I'm really excited to be here. And I'm really excited about sharing the different things that I've been discovering over the past many years. Awesome. And I know, you know, with, with the amount of stuff you're playing with AI stuff, it's everything you've been learning through the years is now accelerating every day with new stuff that you're learning with different AI tools, right? Just saving a lot of time and making things a lot easier because a lot of the stuff that we used to have to do on LinkedIn and even at conferences, a lot of the stuff we had to do used to be manual. And now a lot of the stuff is automated and there's machines doing the work for us so that we can be more creative so that we can build relationships more and we don't have to focus so much on taking notes. Like right now, I have an AI taking copious notes of every single thing I'm saying. That's amazing. So really, let's dive right in. And 
first of all, let's talk about the concepts that I mentioned earlier that you mentioned to me of branding, building, and booming. Let's define these steps, then let's dive into each and every one of them and talk about how and what needs to happen in each and every one of them. When it comes to using LinkedIn, you need to have a strategy because the right strategy will save you a decade and energy without strategy is a waste of time. So often people will create a LinkedIn account, they'll add a few connections, and then they'll disappear from it. Maybe they'll jump in every once in a while when somebody sends them a connection request or they get an email, or maybe they have the app on their phone and they're logging in and they're looking at the feed, but they don't really have a strategy of what to do. If you go to a conference and just sit on the side and watch and you don't get involved, you're not gonna get results from the conference. The same thing with LinkedIn. You need to have a system and a process. And because I'm the type of person who loves reverse engineering everything, I became the expert at search engine optimization. And I grew one of the fastest growing companies in America learning SEO, but I had a system and a process to be able to do that. The same thing with LinkedIn. There's a system and a process and I call it branding, building and booming. The first step on the bottom is branding. That means you gotta figure who you are. You gotta figure out what is your plan, who are the people that you're targeting and what is the promise? What is your messaging? What are you delivering? So what does it mean, what is your plan? When it comes to coming up with a plan for any strategy, you gotta figure out, am I networking? Am I prospecting? Am I marketing? What are you doing? What's your purpose for being on LinkedIn? Not everybody's on LinkedIn looking for a job. Not everybody's on LinkedIn looking for clients. Not everybody's on LinkedIn looking for exposure. Different people want different things. And you need to define what success looks like for you. And I know that might sound for some people very rudimentary, but the truth is people haven't written this down. They don't have a plan on paper. And the first step in our course and our coaching program, and as I tell people is, if you want to be successful at something, you gotta figure out what the end looks like. Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he says, begin with the end in mind. So if you wanna be successful at LinkedIn, what's your plan? What are you gonna do? How is it tied to your business plan? How is it tied to your marketing plan? What are the specific action steps that you need to take every day? And are they marketing, prospecting, or networking steps? or maybe a combination of the different ones, depending on your goals, that's how you're gonna know even who to target and even who to give messaging to. Because if you're doing a networking approach, you're gonna be targeting very different people than if you're doing a prospecting approach. And if you're doing a prospecting approach, it's often a different strategy than a marketing approach as well. And so understanding what approach you need to take is the first step in the process. Then you get to figure out your target market. What does it mean your target? I wanna, I wanna pause you for a second. Are they mutually exclusive? Meaning do I have to focus on one or can I decide to focus on two or three of them? It depending on the part of the platform that you plan on using. So if you're using Sales Navigator, you're probably gonna have more success prospecting using Sales Navigator. If you're using the organic version, you're probably gonna have more success networking on the organic version. If you're using advertising, you're probably gonna have more success with marketing on the advertising platform of LinkedIn. If you're, you know, depending on what you're looking to achieve, there are different elements and places of the platform that you're gonna focus on. So if somebody's on a tight budget and they don't wanna spend money on advertising and they don't wanna spend money on Sales Navigator, then maybe they should be networking. Maybe they should be using their relationships and learning how to do that. But if they start marketing on LinkedIn, on the organic side, they're not gonna be very successful because nobody wants to be sold to at a networking event. The last thing you wanna do is somebody to shove your business card or give out flyers at a networking event. Nobody wants that. You've been to a yeah. networking event. You know that people want to build real relationships. So learn how to do that properly using LinkedIn. It's no different than walking to a room, but you have to know what tools to use and how to do it. 
But again, understanding the plan is the first step. The second step is making sure you understand who the people are. Now, there are 900 million people on LinkedIn right now. 40% of those people are logging in every day, according to the statistics I found. And 58% of them are using their mobile phone to log in. Now, so think about that. If someone has their mobile phone, they have their app, usually they have notifications on. And that means when you DM somebody, you message somebody or connect with somebody, they're going to get a notification about that on their cell phone. And the average connection on LinkedIn, the average user only has 440 connections. And most of those connections, 60% of them, are not logging in on a regular basis, but 40% are. See, there's a lot of active people on LinkedIn, but many of them are lurkers and they don't know how to use it. So when you're defining your target market, you not only have to define the type of person based on their activity level, you also have to define the type of person based on their title, based on their demographic. Who is this person that you're targeting? If you just want business owners, you're going to fail on LinkedIn because just business owners, there are tens of millions of them globally on LinkedIn. There are 900 million people on LinkedIn. You got to really define who you want to connect with, who you want to build a relationship with. Just like before you walk into a networking event, there's a thousand people at the networking event and you want to meet all 1000, you're going to fail. There's yeah. no way you can meet a thousand people. Who are the 10 people you want to meet? And the more you know who you want to meet, the more you can, as you're meeting people, tell them who you want to meet and they'll point you in the right, right direction. I walked into a networking event recently and I said, I'm looking to meet marketing directors. There were only four marketing directors in the room and there were a hundred people there. And every one of the people that I spoke to pointed me to those four people. And those four people were mentioned my name many, many times. I got four amazing meetings and that was a very <laughs> productive 90 minute session. Yeah. Think about doing that on LinkedIn, but know who you want to target. If you're targeting marketing directors or chief revenue officers or HR directors or lawyers or attorneys or chiropractors, there are many of them. I had a woman who targets dietitians and she said, Joe, there are no dietitians on LinkedIn. All dietitians use Instagram. I was like, okay, well, I would take your word for it. But the, fortunately, LinkedIn has a function called search. Yes. And search for registered dietitians in the U.S., and can you guess how many registered dietitians there were on LinkedIn in the U.S.? Over 190,000. I would have guessed 150. That would have been my guess when you started asking the question. But I'm in the ballpark, I guess. Her mind <laughs> was blown. And she's like, I cannot believe that these dietitians, because the ones she's like, the ones that I have in my thing don't even use LinkedIn. I said, did you ask them if they use LinkedIn? She said, no, I'm just assuming that they would use Instagram. <laughs> I said, when you assume, you make an ASS out of you and me. That's how you spell the word assume. And so instead of doing that, let's just do a little bit of research, learn how to use the tool properly, and then you can figure out who the people are and where they are. And you know what? On LinkedIn, what I love about the people on LinkedIn is on LinkedIn, they're sharing their first name, their last name, their title, their company name, what they do, who they do it with, how long they worked at the company, where they worked before, what school they went to, what school they went to before that school, all the things that they liked and commented on, and all your mutual connections. Dude, that is so much information if you're networking. That is so much information if you're prospecting that you could use for fodder to have meaningful conversations, to do meaningful strategic outreach to the right people in the right way. Because the last thing you want is spam, and spam just means that it's irrelevant. If you someone sends you a message telling you that they want you to buy their goat cheese and you're allergic to goat cheese, it's irrelevant to you. So, so you got to know about the person. I, I want to comment on what you said because I, I think it's so, so, so important. So many people go to LinkedIn and 
are either, like you said, are not really using it at all, or when they do, they don't really understand how to use the tool to its full capability. And the search in LinkedIn is incredible. Even the basic, even if you're not buying Sales Navigator, even if you're not paying for the pro version, you can go in and so I just did it the other day. I'm trying to help a company get people in their course. And they're looking for marketing directors in reputable companies. And in three minutes, you got all the people that are your first connection or second connection, meaning somebody can introduce you to marketing directors that are in reputable companies that are over a size of X in, in literally seconds. And that is so incredibly powerful. And the other thing of what you said is picking the right people. So they wanted only reputable companies as a way to promote their course to so say, we have these kind of people in our course, uh, giving them a free ride into their course for the first time. And I've sent the message to 10 people out of, you know, marketing directors in the US, there's, I don't know, probably millions. So that message was, those people were hand picked. The funny thing, one of them literally wrote me back and said, oh, you, you're pit slapping me. I said, no, I literally sent that message to 10 people. That's it. So if you got this message is because I really think you will meet people like you at your quality at that course, which will be worthwhile your time. And I did not automate this and send this to 10,000 people hoping 50 will say yes. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So when you're, tar you're picking your target market, you also want to consider who your centers of influence are. That's why we call it people. There's the plan, the people and the promise in the first step called branding. And so with people, it's really important. Now, a lot of people have a hard time finding their target market. It's one of the hardest things you can do in your business. And that's where AI comes in. You could use a tool called ChatGPT and you can prompt the tool to help you identify who the best target market is for your business. And then you can ask it to create an ICP for you, which is an ideal client profile and help you identify who your COI is, who your center of influence is. And we have the right prompts inside our AI course that walk you through step-by-step step how to be able to come up with this. So not only can you come up with your plan using artificial intelligence, but now you can help find your target market and then you can tell it to tell you what are the search criteria to put into LinkedIn to help you narrow down the best target market for you in the best demographic in the best area. The can, I, can I pause this there for a second just to give yeah. practical examples? I'm sure your course has a lot of them. Can you give me one or two examples of what products you use to generate a target audience using ChatGPT for LinkedIn? I say, hi, I'm the CEO of Ajax Union. We're a digital marketing agency in New York City. We're looking for B2B companies. Can you help me identify the right type of company to be able to, for us to be able to service as a marketing agency? So it's going to give me a bunch of industries. It'll throw in um, construction, engineering, architecture. And I'll say, which one of these are the most likely to need a B2B marketing funnel? And it's going to prioritize it based on the ones that it thinks that is most likely. And then I'm going to say, uh, which markets um, are the best markets to start finding company, these types of companies? So it'll reply, the top markets for construction companies are Boston, New York City, and North Carolina. And then I'm going to say, okay, create an ICP using the right title. An ICP stands for an ideal client profile. Mm -hmm. Using the right title and the right search filters within LinkedIn to help me identify and find the right decision makers for me to connect with for my marketing agency, Ajax Union. And then it basically just writes the whole thing and gives you the whole thing. And that is the process. It's kind of like you're having a conversation with the artificial intelligence. It's not like you basically just say, tell me what's great for my business. It doesn't know anything about your business. So yeah. the first step is I go in there and I train it on my business and I tell it everything about my business. And then I say, give me advice on what industry, give me advice on my target market. I even ask it, hey, what do I even need to think about when I'm picking a target market? And the AI will answer and kind of train you. 
And here's another key tip. You can say act as a marketing strategist, or you could say act as an expert marketing strategist, and the AI will behave that way as an expert marketing strategist. And I say act as a sales coach, act as a LinkedIn trainer, act as my ex-wife. And it says, no, sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick question. Uh, first of all, phenomenal stuff, really good stuff. You know, again, for people who are listening who do not know, the maybe the biggest disadvantage of, of ChatGPT is that its data ends in 2021, meaning it's not updated to current day and not even last year. Are you using Bing to do these kind of searches when you do them today just to get more accurate data? Well, I tried to use Bing and the information there is not as smart. It's not giving you that type of data. For me, it's more about just general industry knowledge. I don't want to, I don't care about what's happening in 2022 right now. I need to understand industries. I need to understand companies. I need to understand long-term trends and how companies think in general. What's happening right now in the past year is related to news and related to COVID and related to like things like that. I'm not so worried about that right now. Right now, I need to think about my business as a whole and the information that it has is more than enough. They just launched GPT-4, yes. GPT-4, which is like, mind-blowing in terms of its accuracy and it's also yeah. multimodal which means you can actually give it images and it can analyze images and videos and all different types of stuff so it's really really powerful the interface is, is has changed a little bit and it's only available for people who have uh chat gpt plus which is the paid version of, of chat gpt which i have so what i would recommend people to do is step number one is figure out your plan for linkedin Number two is figure out the people. And number three is figure out the promise. What is your messaging? And guess what? AI knows the messaging. It knows the best possible messaging. And what you can do is you can prompt the AI to help you find the messaging. Now, there's another tool called copy.ai that helps with messaging and another one called Jasper. There's so many different ones. We have over 20 tools in our program that walk people through step-by-step -step how to use these particular tools and what tools are available. And there's 30 more that I'm studying right now that I'm going to be creating tutorials to add to our tool vault. So we'll have 50 tools in our tool vault and we'll separate it by the type of tool it is, whether it's content, transcription, image generation, uh, video editing, branding, graphic design tools. There's so many different tools available out there where you use AI to help you with your business. But you know, ChatGPT is really great for the strategy component, for the branding component. It makes it really easy. And then you could also use tools like Copy and like Jasper to help you out as well. So yeah. that's branding. That's the first step. Awesome. The next step that you need is building. Now, building, there are three parts to it. There's coming up with your story, optimizing your profile, having a good presence, and then using automation technologies to help you be able to make sure that you're structured and that you're consistent. One of the biggest problems that people have is that they're not consistent. And another problem that people have is that they're boring. If you're not storytelling, you're boring telling. And if you don't want to have a boring profile sharing information, that's why people go on Google, they find the information on Google or Bing, as you mentioned, using uh, AI, you can find great information. It's very accurate, but people don't need your information. They wanna know who you are. What's your story? What's your client stories? What are you doing? My best posts are the posts that tell a solid story. So we teach you how to come up with stories. By the way, you can use artificial intelligence to help you come up with the stories. You can use AI to create presentations. There's a, there's a tool called Tome. You give it a prompt and it creates an entire presentation for you, A to Z. Then you can take that presentation and share it on LinkedIn. Can very, you spell very that for people? T-O-M-E dot A-P-P, tome.app. 
So what I want you to know is that telling stories is extremely powerful. And most people look at most people's posts that don't have any engagement. They're not telling stories. Today, I analyzed a bunch of influencers. If you go to my LinkedIn posts, you go to joelinkedin.com, you'll see I put posts by Alex Hermosi and Tony Robbins and Sarah Blakely, who became from scratch. She had nothing and she became a very, very successful entrepreneur, uh, the founder of Spanx. Barbara Corcoran, all these all these very successful people. And I looked at their best posts and their best posts were all storytelling posts. Stories sell. Features tell, but stories sell. And then optimizing your profile. Inside our course and coaching program, we have 20 different things that you can do on your profile to opt optimize your profile. But you need to optimize your headline. I would tell ChatGPT, act as an expert LinkedIn profile writer and create a LinkedIn headline that includes title, company name, target market, the problem you solve, and how you solve it. Keep the headline under 150 characters. Use information from the About section of LinkedIn, the current headline, the experience, and other relevant information. Use two emojis that are relevant to the LinkedIn profile in the headline. Do not include anything that might be offensive, unprofessional, or inappropriate for LinkedIn. Include the following text in the LinkedIn headline. And then I would include additional text there. Do you see how specific and precise the prompt is and the more specific and precise you are with adding constraints, the more likely you are that it'll help you do what you need to do. Now, I can go through and tell you all the different prompts that you can use. And I have over a thousand prompts in my course. Not all of them are related to LinkedIn. Some of them are, are related to email marketing. Some of them are related to uh, other functions in your business. But what I want you to know is that if you use the tools properly, you don't have to do the work. You just have to be smart enough to learn what a headline even is. Most people don't even know where the headline is on LinkedIn and they just write CEO in their headline and they wonder why no one knows what they do for a living. <laughs> so it's really, really powerful to properly optimize the 20 elements in your profile. I'll give you another element that you should optimize. Your LinkedIn profile video. I don't know if you know this, but on your yeah. LinkedIn image, you can yeah. also have a video there and that video is 30 seconds long. But you might ask me, Joe, what should I say on the video? Well, don't ask me, ask AI. AI writes video scripts for you. And then AI can edit the video for you as well, adding captions on the video using a tool called like video.ai. There's a video tool where you upload a video and it creates captions and it formats it and it makes it look nice and everything. And so my recommendation to you is to leverage AI properly, but learn what are the 20 elements that you need to optimize your profile. You can have recommendations, you could have um, articles, you could have LinkedIn posts, act as a LinkedIn po content writer and create a LinkedIn post that is less than 2000 characters. Consider the LinkedIn user. Who's the author of this post and writing the content? Use a professional tone. You can put any tone. You could use a sarcastic tone. You could use whatever tone you want. Address the audience reading the LinkedIn post. Use at least eight sentences using short paragraphs separated by breaks that are social media friendly and easy to read. Start with a hook, add main points and a call to action. End the post to encourage LinkedIn connections to like the post and leave relevant comments on the post. Include three popular hashtags related to the content of the post. Use Markdown in your output. There's a lot you can do to be so specific. Do you get, do you get what I'm talking about here? So I want to pause you for a second. First of all, this is absolutely freaking brilliant. And, and I want to add something to anybody who has not played with those AI tools. It's, you know, to, to categorize this, you know, what Joe is talking about is called prompt engineering. And a lot of people go and they start and write one sentence, write me a post about X. And that, it, it will, like it will write the post and you will have a, probably a pretty generic post. And what Joe is basically telling you is the more details you give it, 
the better or more accurate or more specific the outcome is going to be on both ends of the scale, meaning tell it what you want it to do, give it as much information as possible and tell it what not to do. I don't want you to be offensive. I don't want you to talk about politics. I don't want you, all the things you want to avoid, you got to tell it because otherwise it won't know. But if you give it all these guidelines, it can now generate 50 of these posts or five, and then you can pick the variation you want and say, you know what? I want you to make minor change. I like this one the best, but here's what I don't like about it. Can you change that one? And you'll get a slightly different post. And once you get used to using the tool this way, it becomes intuitive because it's like talking to a really smart consultant that just understands a very specific language. And it's a free consultant that works stupidly fast. So it's not like the consultant sends you an email, you wait to get the email. When you get the email, it's not the first email you open. It takes you two hours. You open the email, you send it back. The next day, he may see it or may not. It's a ping pong that takes you a week. In this case, it takes you five minutes and you have two great copies of a post that is most likely much better than you can write yourself unless you're an incredible post writer. And it's free or like Joe said, if you want the professional version that is GPT-4, that is always up and whatever, it's 20 bucks a month, which in the scale of a business is still free. So <laughs> I love everything described, Joe. I let you continue. I didn't want to stop you. But I think for people who don't understand the details here, it's very important to understand the context. So we're still, I'm getting everybody back on 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 par. We talked about, you know, the first stage was branding, plan people messaging. Now we're talking about building and we're talking about storytelling. What's next? LinkedIn profile. So I just, I did story, I did LinkedIn profile. And then the, the sixth step is technologies. You want to know that you have certain automations that are proper. So besides the plan, the people and the promise, the story and the presence, you also now need automation. What automations would you like to use to be successful on LinkedIn? Now there are five technologies that will help you automate processes. For example, if I'm sending somebody a direct message on LinkedIn, I want to make sure that those templates are already stored inside a tool where I can push a button and the, the, the direct message just loads. Let's say somebody looked at my profile, for example, and I want to say thank you for looking at my profile. I can type it all up or I can just push a button and it'll it'll be sent. Now, where was that DM created? I can use tools like copy.ai or Jasper or even Canva has something called Magic Write with AI. You can actually create content in Canva or even in Notion. I don't know if you use Notion. Notion's a very powerful tool that now has AI. So if I want to create all my templates in Notion, I can create my templates in Notion then put them into a Chrome plugin and it'll automatically go into LinkedIn. There are other tools like Apollo.io that allow you to integrate emails into LinkedIn. So there's a little Chrome app that sits on LinkedIn. If I want to email you something, I push a button from Apollo and it leaves from my Gmail without me ever leaving LinkedIn. And I don't even need your email address because Apollo's tapped into big data and it automatically pulls your email address. There are many other tools to automate content posting. There are tools that will analyze your LinkedIn, that will help you with comments. There are many, many other tools. And I can show you what those tools are if you contact me at joelinkedin.com. That's my LinkedIn profile. But I would love to hear what tools people are using or what parts of LinkedIn are repetitive that people need to automate. Remember, anything that you do more than once, you should be automating it. And you can use tools to automate almost any process, whether it's sending connection requests, you can have tools that will automate that process. Now, some of those tools are against LinkedIn's terms and conditions. So you gotta be careful and make sure that you're protecting yourself and you're not overdoing it and that you have the right type of account. Because if you do things the wrong way, LinkedIn might give you a warning. And eventually if you keep doing it, they will ban your account. 
So before you use any technology affiliated with your account, I would back up my account fully. And you can do that by going to your settings and clicking on data and clicking on backup my whole account. And you can get a spreadsheet with all your connections. And by the way, I have a tool where I analyze all my connections. I take that CSV file I get from LinkedIn, drop it into my dashboard. And now I have all my connections outside of LinkedIn in a dashboard that I now own instead of having LinkedIn own my connections. And one day my account gets hacked and I lose everything. Step so again, seven. again, absolutely brilliant. First of all, I'm very interested in that tool because all the tools you talked about right now, so far I knew this one is new to me. So which tool do you use to analyze uh, like your dashboard tool? Uh, if you go to networkingdashboard.com, you can actually register there and upload your CSV file and it'll analyze all your connections. Awesome. Uh, one more tool that I use for some of the automations, which is more of a manual process than a fully automated process, but it's still very, very helpful. It's another uh, Chrome extension that's called uh, Magically, and you can store shortcuts for basically anything you have on Chrome. So anything you type again and again and again, whether it's a greeting on your email, a place you send people to check your website that you use on different platforms, regular messages when you accept uh, connections and so on on any platform, anything that's on Chrome, it's a very, very helpful plugin that you can use whatever shortcuts you want to drop in uh, text into there. And like Joe said, the text could be written either by you or by an AI that can help you write this. Uh, so that's another very helpful way to do this. Love it. Love it. Okay. So what I another thing that I want to tell everyone is that remember that if you're overwhelmed by everything that I'm saying, you could go to my LinkedIn profile, click on see recent posts, click on documents. I actually have a graphic there, which walks you through the step-by-step -step process in a graphic. So Brandon, Bilden, and Boomin, and I walk you through each one of the steps individually, step-by-step. -step. So don't be overwhelmed by it. You can see a visual of it right there. Okay. So the last three steps are getting exposure, building credibility, and booking meetings. That's where the action comes in. Getting exposure, building credibility, and booking meetings. Now that you have your foundation of Brandon and Bilden, you got to step into Boomin. Boomin is creating results. There are three results you want from LinkedIn. You want to get exposure from the right people. You want to build trust with your centers of influence and ideal clients. And you want to book meetings with people without selling. So how do you do that? Well, there are three activities you can do on LinkedIn. The first one is making sure to post on a regular basis. Now, there are six different types of posts that you could be posting. And of course, you could use posting tools, automated posting tools. There's a tool called Taplio that you can use. That It's an AI tool that will analyze the top posts of LinkedIn in your network. And then you could push a button and AI will rewrite that post using the same tone and voice in your own, in your own style. And it'll schedule it to go out on your behalf. So it's insane. You could also look at the latest news and you can agree or disagree with the news and it'll rewrite the post with your with your agreement or disagreement and then it'll schedule it out with an image, everything generated by AI with a click of a button. It's like 50 bucks a month. And you can create as much content as you want. And it also, you can create lists of your connections in that tool. And then you can tell it, show me all the posts from these connections. And then you can 50 at a time, you can just comment on all those connections posts, just like that, just insane the amount of automation you can use using a tool like that. And most people are just don't even know those tools exist. And even if they know it exists, they have no idea how to use it. And that's why we have a course and a coaching program that walks you through step-by-step -step how to use each one of these tools. So getting exposure is important. The next thing is making sure that you have engagement, that you're getting engagement and that you're giving engagement on a regular basis because that builds credibility and making sure you have recommendations on your profile and endorsements. 
And then finally, sending direct messaging the right way. We have a system called greeting, feeding, and meeting. And if you send messages the right way on LinkedIn without selling, but building real relationships, you're much more likely to book meetings and that's how you're successful. And of course, using AI across the board with all these different tools will help you be more successful with Brandon, Building and Boomin so you can get more clients. And once you get people on the phone, if you're not sure what to say, use ChatGPT, it'll tell you what to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, Joe, this was incredible. You know, again, for people who don't know any of these things, it's a little bit drinking from a hose. I, you know, let's let's follow up with really what you just said. If I'll stop here because we could probably, you and me do this for another two hours and really have a blast at it. But if people are new to this, I think they had enough for one session. If people really want to find you, find your course, follow you, connect with you, work with you, what's the best way to do that? The best way to do that is to go to joelinkedin.com and send me a direct message on LinkedIn. My cell phone number is on my about section. So if you want to send me a WhatsApp, you can send me a WhatsApp. Go to joe, J-O-E, linkedin.com and you can find me there. If you want to check out our new AI course, you can go to newaicourse.com. Very easy to remember, newaicourse.com, and you can check out our new AI course, very affordable. If you want me to come train your team, we're doing team trainings as well. Reach out to me. I love training marketing agencies and teams on how to use AI to be able to grow the business. We also have a few uh, boot camps and accelerator programs throughout the year to learn Sales Navigator, to learn prospecting, to learn networking. And we have an ongoing program uh, at evergreen.com. That's E-V-Y-R-G-R-E-E-N.com. And you can see all our offerings there. And uh, yeah, joelinkedin.com is the easiest way to reach out to me. My email address is there. My cell phone number is there. So I'd love for you guys, if you're going to send me a connection request, make sure that you mention that you saw heard me on this podcast. Because I do have a thousand people waiting to connect with me on LinkedIn. <laughs> awesome. Joe, thank you so, so much. This was really Amazing. And I appreciate you taking the time and sharing it with us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Boom. Wow. What a great conversation with Joe. Such amazing practical knowledge. Just imagine how much impact and how much more effective you can be on LinkedIn using his methodologies and the processes that he's defined. And now to some news of the week, two huge pieces of news that happened this week. The first piece of news comes from Google's IO conference. They made some huge announcement that has to do with AI. First thing is Google Workspace is going to be available with AI. You can already sign up for it right now to be a part of their beta. I've signed up more or less the moment they announced it. I know a few people already have access to it. And what it means, it means you will have ChatGPT-like capabilities built straight into your workspace tools like Google Docs and Gmail and probably Google Sheets and Google Slides. And so you'll be able to do all the amazing things you can do with ChatGPT built into your day-to-day -day processes, write documents, reply to stuff, analyze data, and so on. This is a game changer. And the reason it's such a huge game changer is because it becomes immediately a part of the day-to-day -day of every person using it. There is no decision-making process of what tools to use or what processes to include this in, but it immediately becomes a part of the day-to-day -day of whoever chooses to use it, which should be everyone. So I see a huge impact of this once it starts getting deployed on large scale. The other thing they announced is Palm 2, their new and most advanced language model will drive BARD and obviously the implementation in workspace, et cetera. So new language model, even more capable and so on. I can tell you that by using BARD the past few days, and I don't know if it has to do anything with that, it's providing 
much better results than he did before. And it's also providing them significantly faster than before and way faster than ChatGPT and definitely GPT-4. So Google is taking off the gloves. Google still has to be very careful what they're doing because of their dependency from a revenue perspective on Google search, but they've already announced that they will have a new format of search integrating a lot more AI into that. I haven't seen a demo of that yet. I'm sure this will start popping up because again, there's a beta to sign up for that. I'm signed up for that as well. So once I get access, I will definitely share on LinkedIn and hear my findings, but I'm sure they're going to still walk that very thin line between providing AI capabilities in search while still not destroying or, or harming their dependency on ad revenue. They've announced that BART will have additional capabilities such as code writing and code review, and that's already available. So a big improvement there. And they also announced that they will automatically watermark any AI generated images within their tools, which I think is a great idea, but I don't think it will hold for very long because I'm sure very quickly there's going to be other AI tools that will be able to remove these watermarks. So while I think the notion of highlighting stuff is generated by AI versus real is noble, I don't think it stands any chance once this technology becomes more available through other channels as well. The other huge piece of news that if my gut feeling is correct is a direct outcome of Google's announcement is that OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, announced that they're going to enable plugins, which are these extensions that give ChatGPT access to a lot more data and give it a lot more capabilities through these third-party developed plugins, as well as some of their own plugins, will be available to every paid user starting this week. They've already started the deployment and anybody who's paying the $20 a month will start seeing these available to them, which is a huge game changer because it enables ChatGPT to do a lot more than just writing content, analyzing content, and being a chatbot. It allows you to actually do things by having access to all these different tools. So extremely exciting news this week. So my suggestion is if you had any doubts before about whether it's worth paying the $20, it's worth paying the $20. Those plugins are literally a game changer and you want to be able to have access to at least some of them that are relevant to what you do. And until next time, have an amazing week.